0: and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice.
2: And now to our story. When we last saw Clark Kent, he and young Jimmy Olsen were aboard a small motor cruiser ten miles offshore. The boat, somehow connected with the espionage activities of Dr. Deutsch and his ring of foreign agents, was being run by two men whom Kent overpowered and tied up in the stern compartment. At the moment, Kent and Jimmy are trying to reach the naval base over the boat's shortwave sending set unaware that the two men have gotten loose and are about to set the boat on fire and make their escape in a dinghy.
0: Listen. Calling the naval base. Calling the naval base. Come in, please. I guess it's not working. Those two guys said it wasn't on a blink. Yeah, I'm afraid they were right, Jimmy. We're getting power, but I don't think our signal's going out. Well, might as well turn it off. No sense wasting battery. Now what, Mr. Kent? Are we going to run the boat into the naval base? I'm wondering, Jimmy. Those two birds we've got on the stern compartment said they only took orders from their boss. I'd like very much to find out who their boss is. Oh, Dr. Deutsch. He's the head of the espionage ring, isn't he? I don't think they were referring to Deutsch. I have a feeling there's one important member of this gang we haven't bumped into yet. I don't remember whether I told you or not, but Deutsch and Hans made good their escape from the naval base after we captured them on the Grayson submarine because of a forged order. Oh, I remember that. Someone forged Commander Leeds' name. That's right. Well, now, that someone must have been at the naval base at the time, working hand-in-hand hand with Deutsch. You think maybe he's the boss those two guys meant? I wouldn't be a bit surprised. So it might be a good plan to just sit here and wait for the boss
1: to show up. Well, what makes you think he'll do that, Mr. Kent? Gosh, we could be floating out here in the ocean for
0: days. Well, now, let's see if we can reason it out logically. This much we know. Volcano Island has the largest deposits of radium-producing ore in the world. And Deutsch and his men are mining it as
1: fast as they can. And he's been shipping the radium off the island hidden in books. That's how we got to this boat. In the radio control plane that was supposed to be carrying some of the books. Exactly. That plane we were
0: in was supposed to be carrying radium to this boat. But why? Gee, I don't know. There must be a reason. Obviously, Deutsch wanted the radium transported to another place. Oh, why didn't he just send the plane to that place? Ah, now we're coming to it. Because it's probably a place where either the plane can't land... Or where the police might get suspicious if they saw it. Say. For example, a city like Metropolis. Imagine the crowds that would gather if a radio-controlled plane dropped out of the sky and taxied into the Metropolis airport. I get what you're driving at, Mr. Kent.
1: Deutsch was just transferring the radium to this boat, and then this boat would dock someplace, and then the radium would be picked
0: up. Jimmy, you've all the makings of a good Sherlock Holmes. Now can you see why it might be wise for us to sit tight and wait? Oh, sure. Sure. This boat doesn't come into shore and dock soon. The boss,
1: whoever he is, is going to come out and look for it. That's a bullseye, Jimmy. Yes, but there's only one thing.
0: What? Aren't we liable to drift out to sea or something? Oh, I don't think so. There's no wind and very little tide. I've been keeping an eye on the compass.
3: What's that? What? The plane. The one we came in. Look, it's rising from
1: the water. Which is using the radio control to bring it back to Volcano Island. Mr. Kent, we've got to stop it. Professor Browning's body is in the cabin. We can't stop it now, Jimmy.
0: Even if we could, I don't think it would be wise. I want Deutsch to believe we're being held on this boat. That'll make him careless and easy to lay our hands on. There's nothing we can do for Professor Browning now.
1: I guess you're right. Oh, look, Mr. Kent, here's Storm. The plane motor must
0: have wakened him. Hiya, Mutt. He's the whimperingest dog I ever came across, Jimmy. I <laughs> think he's got a perpetual stomachache.
1: What's the matter, Storm? What is it, old fella?
0: Look at him, Mr. Kent. He's
1: sniffing around the deckhouse. Must be something there he doesn't like. Well,
0: that's too bad. We'll get him a 30-room mansion with hot and cold running water. Oh, well, I'm
1: not kidding, Mr. Kent. He just barked at the door leading to the stern compartment. Do you think maybe those two guys are up to something? Not the way I tied them up. Well, I'm going to take a look. All right, Storm, now stop barking. I'll open the door. Mr. Kent, the boat's on fire.
3: Great, Scott, slam the door.
0: What do we do, Mr. Kent? What do we do? Don't lose your head now, Jimmy. Well, but we're burning up ten miles from shore. Take Storm and go up to the front of the boat. I'll put the fire out. How? With an extinguisher. Now, do as I say. Hurry. Well, did
1: you see that fire? The whole cabin's in flames.
0: Don't stand there discussing it with me. Take your dog and go up front and stay there until I come for you. Now, go on.
1: All right, but it looks bad. Come on, Storm. Just keep calm,
0: Jimmy. We'll get out of this. Oh, I'll turn out this deckhouse light so he can't see me from the bow. He was plenty right.
3: No extinguisher could stop that fire. But Superman can. Now, let's see what it looks like. Oh, it's a blazing inferno. How did it ever get so far without our noticing it? Well, it's got to be stopped before it reaches the gas tanks and blows us sky high. Here goes. Oh, never felt anything so hot. Like the inside of a furnace. Good thing this cape is fireproof. I can use it to smother the flames. There, that does the trick. Part of it's out. Now to tackle the rest. No, wait. It's burning beneath the floor. Right near the gas tanks. I hope I'm not too late. I hope I...
2: A tongue of flame leaping high into the darkness, a thunderous explosion, and the boat rises from the sea like a thing alive, hangs suspended for a moment, and then bursts into a thousand glowing fragments that drop back into the water hissing like snakes. Uninjured even by the deadly force of the explosion, Superman swims through a white-hot pool of flaming gasoline, his keen eyes scanning the floating debris. His only thought, the safety of young Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy! Jimmy! Where are you, Jimmy?
3: If he's lost, I'll never forgive myself.
2: Jimmy! Jimmy!
3: No human could live in this burning gas. There's only one slim chance if the explosion hurled him clear of the gasoline.
2: Jimmy! Jimmy!
3: Oh, for the first time since I've been on Earth, I'm helpless. I don't know what to do, where to look. Jimmy, Jimmy, he's gone, gone. No, wait. What's that floating over there near the cushion? It can't be. Yes, it is. It's Jimmy.
0: Hold on, boy.
3: There. I've got you, Jimmy. Oh, just relax. You're safe now. Yes, I know, but you're all right.
1: What happened, poor Mister King? He's all right too, Jimmy. Oh, thank goodness.
3: Poor kid, all he was worried about was me. I don't think he's been hurt much, but I'd better get him on dry land.
2: Up, up, and away! Uh,
3: certainly is good to know that he's safe. I never expected to see him again. How he ever escaped serious injury is a miracle. Ah, there's the shoreline below. I'll just land and give him a chance to come, too. Down, down! There, that's better. Now to bring him around as Clark Kent... Jimmy, that a boy, wake up.
0: Oh, poor Mr. Kent. Hey, wait a minute, young fella. What do you mean, poor Mr. Kent? What makes you think I'm poor?
1: Explosion. Mr. Kent was in the... Exp- oh, What's the matter, Jimmy? Well, you, you didn't get exploded. What? When the boat... You didn't... Oh, gosh, Mr. Kent, it <laughs> blew up, but you whoa, didn't... Whoa,
3: now, whoa, take it easy. You're talking Greek. Oh, Mr.
1: Kent, I'm so glad to see you in one piece. Thanks,
0: Jimmy. Oh,
1: how'd you escape? When the boat exploded, you were right in the middle of it. I can't
0: believe my eyes. I guess we were both born under lucky stars, Jimmy. How do you feel? Oh, a little groggy, but I'm okay. What happened? Uh, the fire must have gotten to the gas tanks, and they blew up. I found myself floating in the water right next to you. I remember now. Someone talked to me. It must have been you. Uh huh. How did we get here on shore? Oh, I swam in with you. You're not very heavy. You
1: mean you swam ten miles carrying me?
0: Well, it didn't seem like ten miles. Gee, Mr. Kent, you're a superman. Just a poor imitation, Jim. now the question is, where do we go from here? I haven't had a chance to look around to find out where we are. Say, you know something? What? Look at the shoreline of this cove. Doesn't it look familiar? Not to me. Look over there to my left. See that cliff that juts out into the water? Yes. What's on that cliff? A house.
1: Oh, I know where we are. That's the big house Dr. Deutsch was using as a hideout. And this is the cove where he had his radio-controlled plane anchored. The plane I got into. That's
0: right. Oh, it sure is a coincidence that we happen to get back here. Not so much of a coincidence now that I think about it. That boat was told to be ten miles west of this cove. Well, now that we know where we are, I guess we'd better hike to the main road and thumb a ride into town. and no sense sitting here. You think you can make it? Sure I can. Wait a minute. What? Where's Storm? Your dog? I'm afraid he was lost, Jimmy.
1: You mean out there in the ocean? I'm afraid so. Oh, gosh. That makes me feel awful. He was an awful funny looking dog, Mr. Kent, but he was smart. He warned
0: us about the fire. Yes, he did. I don't think about it, Jim. I'll get you another dog. What oh, isn't that,
1: Mr. Kent? It's just that it doesn't seem fair. Storm wasn't much of a dog, but he never hurt anybody. He's a nice mutt. All he wanted was someone to pat him once in a while. I know, Jim. Now, shall we go now?
3: i have got a long walk. All right. Wait. Hold it, Jimmy. What's the matter? Just saw the headlights of a car coming along the dirt road through the woods. It stopped. Get down behind this bush. Shh. Do you think it's someone important? I don't know, but anyone coming down to this deserted at night deserves
0: to be looked over. Maybe it's one of Deutsch's gang. That's allowed. So Whoever it is is coming down to the shore. Now, keep low. It's a man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's got something hidden in the bushes right at the water. What is it, Mr. Kent? can't see it yet. He's dragging it out. It's a speedboat.
3: Be hey, quiet. Gosh, Mr. Kent, I'll bet he's the boss. And I'll bet
1: he's going out to look for the big boat. I'm going to
3: grab him, Jimmy. Now, you stay here and don't make a sound. I'll crawl up on him and get him before he knows what's happened. Now, don't move on my soul. Here I go. Who is the night prowler
2: about to set out in the speedboat? Can Jimmy be right? Is he the boss? Clark Kent doesn't know it, but he's in for the surprise of his life. And so will you be when you listen in next time.
0: Don't forget... Tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look,
1: up in the sky.
0: It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.